0: what it is uh what's up got your podcast in the cut uh the tell societal podcast and for one more episode potentially for the time being unless we get the firing of Kevin Still, which I will be rejoined uh to record um Brian Harson, the next head coach for Auburn uh I believe the 27th something like that uh 29th somewhere in that range um yeah so that happened about seven hours ago. So about middle of the day. I wanted to record right then and there, but I have the intention of with my aunt. and I just kept on going and kept on just um You know, a lot of armor fans aren't uh really apropos and mean culture. Um they just it's just not something they associate with. So the term I'm about to use here essentially means to just waste minutes and even hours On nonsensical thoughts, uh, which is, I believe, a a concept that a lot of Auburn fans have been uh, very familiar with in the past couple of weeks since Gus is firing. Shit posting. Shit posting means that you essentially just say random things without much thought behind it. But it's just what's on your head. Kind of like tweeting or using Facebook in 2020. You're just wasting time, but it's just what's on the tip of the iceberg in your brain. You just want to get it out. So I was doing a ton of shit posting uh, in reference to other people's shit posting on um, urban forums, uh, talking about why this isn't a good hire, and that's the crux of this thought today, um, this podcast episode. Talking about why I believe this is a decent hire, maybe not the greatest of all time, but a decent one. Uh, I've got three points I'm going to try to really uh, knock into your noggin, it's the collective listener. And we'll get that going after the break. All right, so we're back, and, um, yeah. So, first point freshness, freshness being fresh for a few reasons it's 1am and my brain isn't working at the best of its capacity but fresh being important for this moment because look at some of the names that we are whittled down to Bill Clark Kevin Steele Brent Venables those are not fresh names now I know Tony Elliott was rumored and even some other names I listed were at Truly, at best, just rumors. But um, that's where we're at. We're very uh, antiquated individuals. Any, I mean, preventables. Elite defensive mind. I would still say on the downswing of his career at this point, uh, in terms of age and you know time in the game. Kevin Still is like seventy, and um, a failed Cooper, not Sharif Cooper, but C O U uh, P hyphen E R. He failed. Thank God. Um. I, to some degree, he might not even feel if he gets retained. I don't consider that a failure. I just consider that having fun. But in any case, a lot of our names were not very fresh names at this point. Now, thank God, you know, ninth inning, they decided to give Alan Green the um, the pitch. And he did swing, uh, he did try to go for Hugh Freeze one more time. I believe there's just too much damage done in that pursuit by the Board of Trustees. who had to work. But what can you do? He tried. Hugh did not work out for, I think, more reasons than just the board of trustees and having their tank still, which is pretty damning of itself. But also, just what the NCAA is doing in his attempts to pretty much whittle down the rest of the SEC sands Bama and Georgia into sticks for cheating. Quote-unquote cheating, because I don't think Hugh freezes anything Alabama Georgia hasn't done, but who cares? I mean, if you're not them, you, know, you get shot in the dome piece and they keep on going but anyway um Hugh Freeze is going to be a tough sell to NCAA the SEC and some of the board of trustees but they did allow Allen to have a chance Allen tried failed and went to his second option which apparently was Harson. uh obviously I believe Allen pushed hard for Cristobal back in the day so that was probably his first first option but again board of trustees um Harson I mean, listen, Alan Green's an out of the out of the box thinker. That's why we hired him. That's why people wanted him hired instead of the same retreads and he went for out of the box hire. The fact they allowed him to make that very fresh. Um, him as a off- like him as his history, no SEC ties, no southern ties other than Texas, which isn't this South, it's that South. Out of the box, fresh. People are gonna bring up that as a negative. Without wanting to look at it as a positive, I believe Auburn needed to look in a different direction. Maybe not talent-wise, because you have to get you have to recruit Georgia, you have to recruit Alabama a little bit, you have to recruit Florida a little bit. That's where your bread's butter. But at the same time, getting a few finesse guys at receiver, getting a few, you know, just West Coast swag type of dudes in the on the what? I mean, was the last time Alabama uh, Auburn had a West quarterback on, like even on campus. I mean, let's look at Sean. I think Sean White is the most geolog- geographically uh, strange quarterback Auburn has had. He's from he's from Fort Lauderdale. So he's strange because he's from Miami. Outside of him, I don't know anybody who else would you, you would consider strange. I mean, Stidham came from Texas. That's a little bit out of the way, uh, off the beaten path. But he's like from some armpit in Texas, I think. Um... Ham, Georgia, Marshall, Georgia, uh, Alabama, Jeremy, Alabama. I mean, for at least a decade, we've had nothing but these, you know, cornbread-eating brothers from down south. I mean, that's not, you know, I mean, look at Alabama. Tua, not from the continental states, um, congruent states, whatever it is, um, Bryce, you on the future from Matter Day. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Mac Jones. I don't know where Mac Jones is from, but who cares about Mac Jones? Devontae Smith. Where's Devontae? He's a quarterback in essence for this year. Where, where's Devontae Smith from? He's also from, like, the South. But anyway, my point being, having something new would probably be very refreshing right now, the quarterback position. And just having a new thinker, a West Coast thinker maybe, ah, that wouldn't be the worst thing of all time. Uh, where's Booty State at? Idaho? I don't know where Idaho. Is that like... Idaho's in like the flyover state region, like the Midwest, which is not the West West, but it's closer to the West than it is to the South. So we'll take it. Um, so Fresh, that's the name of the day. The of the day, Fresh. And I'm hoping that reflects in the hires too. Do I want um, some ACC guys, some Auburn guys? Yes. I would love Dale McGee, as everybody would. I would love Tracy Rocker to supplant uh, Kevin, not Kevin Steele, um, Rodney Garner. Everybody, I think, would love Tracy. Period, in a vacuum, and I believe Rodney has unfortunately uh, fallen the, the the pipe along with Kevin for this treason. And as he should, I mean, if you could, listen, I love Rodney Garner. I said it in a different form. I've heard stories about what he's done for some of the kids there in that locker room. What his wife has done for some of those kids. They do work outside of football for those kids. And some of those kids older than me, I, I attend Auburn, so just why I kind of know someone I'm talking about. But the point being, is just, you just can't do what he did. I mean, that, that should put you in a black book for the remainder of your career as a coach. To commit high treason to the board of trustees behind the head coach's back, I don't know how I would ever look at you the same as a man. And I know Gus... This is why I say people... I'm going off a, a tangent here. But this is why I say Gus loved Auburn. He literally, for two years, coached... And I know he couldn't fire Kevin because Kevin obviously had the ties above his head. But he coached like it was all cool. Gave Kevin his props. Gave Rodney his props. Like Everything was straight for two years when these guys both tried to get him fired. That's amazing to me. Um, but to finish off my point... Um, I, I think Will Muschamp would be a retread higher in a sense, but he is a defensive coordinator that has Auburn ties, Southeastern ties, recruiting ties, and he makes a lot of sense. I think Derek Mason is another one people want a lot. Derek would be fresher in my opinion, but I just think Muschamp is a little bit more proven. But at the same time, proven is in essence what I'm going to go against, what I'm saying, with the, 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 the big F, freshness. So, I don't know. Um, I would definitely see Dell McGee and Tracy Rocker in some capacity. As far as people to retain, I would say Cadillac. That's about the only one I can think of. If you can Cadillac and Del McGee on the same campus, you're never missing another running back recruit again, unless the money just dries up. But you should never miss another one again. So, Kellen Moore is the one most people want to see. I do too. That's a real passing game coordinator. Uh, I just don't know how you get from the, I think the Cowboys, that's his position currently. Uh, I don't know how you get him away from there, but I mean, I don't know. Let's go on to the next, let's go into the next point. Number two. Briefly mentioned number one, but even bigger and deserves to have it. I can just put it short and sweet if I wanted to. Alan Green. Alan Green worked a miracle. Short and simple. This search would have ended about Mostly went on for about nine days. This ended about eight days ago, um, if it was for Alan Green. Alan Green fought every step of the way to not allow the board of trustees to have steel. Everything in his power, I, from what I understand, was willing to float Cristobal himself off his own money to get that man on board. Did everything in his power do everything except Steele? Smallest voice in the room except maybe Jay Gouge, Goge maybe jay because jay has more of, you know he has more history with the board so maybe he had a little bit bigger voice so either the smallest voice about the second smallest voice in the room powered through the bs and not only made it to where you could string along the coach until they just got tired until the candidates got tired of being basically mocked by the um requirements of the board of trustees and this nonsense sham committee that they put together um as i'm sure alan green recognized every good candidate they have is going to turn that down pretty quickly and all of them did every single one did napier was supposed to be a big name that would have taken it i believe immediately if they gave him the same thing that they supposed to give Harson, which is autonomy per cole kubler who has auburn ties um autonomy was not offered for what i read And that's why Harson told him to kick rocks. And he did. And after that, they let Allen do his job. And Allen brought in a candidate that is at the very least on the same tier, in my opinion, as Napier. The only difference between the two, in my opinion, again, is that Napier has been a Southern guy for the majority of his career. And um, Harson has been a Western guy his entire career. That's... They're the same, like, minded person. Uh, I think Harson is more specialized in a sense. I think they're they're the same person, but in terms of what they kind of bring, I guess, in terms of their unique skill, I think, um, I would say Napier is more of a CEO type, kind of, um, while Harson is more of an offensive guy. I don't know if they're going to ask him to be offensive play caller. I think it kind of would depend on who he brings in, but the point being, they're pretty much the same guy philosophically and attitude-wise, um and how they want to build a program I think is pretty similar as well. Wow. So it was, it's was just cool getting at least that tier of guy in. I think for most people Napier was in that B tier of hires um, that we got originally about, you know, eight days ago. You got your crystal balls and your freezes, you know, kind of like your... I guess some people consider in that same tier. But on the day you kind of had the... Um, I guess Tony Elliott was in there somewhere. Um, I guess I guess Napier might have been in the A-tier. Uh, and I think about it. I would say Freeze was in the A-tier for a lot of people. I mean, not Freeze. Uh, Kiffin. Because a lot of people didn't see Kiffin as like, actually realistic. Plus the money that would take to get him. Um, I'm actually blinking on most of the guys from that list now. I guess I've just been beaten down and brutalized so much by the search. I just, my mind is starting to forget guys that turned this down. But quite a few candidates... Quite a few guys did. <laughs> Quite a few guys did. Um, yeah, the staff. That's, that's, I think that's integral. And if Alan truly did allow him to have his own staff, it's just massive. Um, just huge. I just think it's amazing. Just, just huge. Uh, <laughs> and I would imagine Alan Green was able to at least get another person uh, in that quote unquote searching made to go with him. Cause I just don't think that if it was all other guys, I think it was nine people. If it was about eight other guys that went to one side and then only he was on another, I think it would have been a really tough one. Um, but again, as Cole Kublick said, massive amount of credit goes to Alan Green for this hire. throw outside the bots got consensus approval. That's a big one. That's the big one. Consensus approval. I, I mean, that's to me, that's crazy. I, I, I don't know how he could have got it. Like, people were, were, like, shaming this man for not being able to, like, convince the most rock-headed people of all time that they were wrong. These idiots tried to hire Petrino, like, the middle of, like, a season, and they did it badly. Like, other people do that, but they did it horribly. I mean, the jet, whole situation, JetGate, hasn't happened to many other people. Having a coup leaked, They had two things, two major incidents that would be the crowning incident of clowns, of failure. Um, had two of them. Only, I think, Jet Day happened in 2003. And essentially, the coup started in 2018. So 15 years apart, they had two major incidents. Either one would be by far the biggest example of a failed uh, series of people running the program. They had two of them. They might have had two... Three, four, how many more between then and now? I guess now i 18. So yeah, Alan Green just worked a miracle. Um I pray to God that people don't like try to <laughs> people don't try to like up- applaud the board for like finally realizing they were idiots. Then they didn't realize that they, they, they were idiots. They they realized that if then it was still they'll look like idiots. This was them avoiding being able to take that, that, that blame and that failure because Steel was just, Steel was the, the chopping block. They, they get Steel and they're all getting beheaded. The money, I can't imagine how bad the money would have been to end up with Steel. I just think it would have been an atrocity and I think they knew that. So let's go on from there to my last point. I'm going to make up on the spot because I actually don't have a third point. So stick around and see what I come up with. All right. Simply put, what else was what else was left? What else did we have? We got turned down by Bill Clark. We got turned down by Billy Napier. Billy Napier. I couldn't even say that name. I never was a fan of Billy Napier. Uh, uh, potential. I okay. One good, you know, season. Whatever. I mean, we're gonna start getting down to Jamie Chadwells, the the Rhett Lashleys, the the areas that people are like. We can't get down in here because this will be. Um, like this wouldn't even be an improvement at this point. But That's where we're about to get to. That's that was the next step was Red Lashley and Jamie Chadwell. We couldn't get Bill Clark the retread. Not, not I would say retread because he never coached at the the big big time. But here here's how you know he wasn't great because Alabama didn't stop UAB from getting him. <laughs> if 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 Bill if William Clark was that dude, Alabama told UAB. He's gone. Just like they did Jimbo. He'd be gone. There'd be no Bill Clark. That would have been not a good hire. Let's just say so that right now. The only, really, only plus I could make out of that, and I thought about it for like a good couple of hours when he was our leading guy at the moment. The biggest thing I could say, like, okay, maybe was the lower Alabama ties. He, and I am, can attribute to this, he had some ties in um, Mobile and Spanish for it, which pretty, uh, not only talked about enough in terms of some of the products it puts out into this state. Um, Fairhope, I mean, he had, he had guys in, his, in this area. I'm from 251, and he had ties to guys in this area. UAB had starters from this area, or at least had stars from this area. So that would have been the only plus I could think of of Bill Clark. Other than that, um, the greatest Bill Clark fan, the guy that has a high middle. And UAB is a tough job because you are literally between the greatest run ever and a program that could produce a championship winner in any given moment, um, at least a championship contender in any given moment. And usually Auburn stays by the top 10 or so. You can't really go outside of this state because – I mean, hell, Auburn came pull guys out of Louisiana. I don't know what UAB is going to do. Um, Transfer portal kind of made it a little bit easier for them. A lot of Group of Five teams get themselves off the ground, but hey, man, um, you know, I just, don't, I just didn't see UAB as more, as a, more than a high mid-tier um, Group of Five team, which is impressive in the context of what's around us, but that's just not – I feel like at some level, even though – there's that contest. You still would have rather had at least an elite group of five uh, leader than a um, high mid. I mean, that's just a fact, in my opinion, I feel like, but I could be wrong about the, you know, personal preference. But uh, as someone I think put it, I believe it was um, Zach Blackley. Bill Clark is the guy you get after a three, nine, two, and 10 type season, not six and four, you know, equivalent, I guess, of eight and four. This is not who you get in a situation. And I agree with that. Bill clark may be somebody you get if this guy flames out you need to just kind of get back to a steady eight and four again but that's just not a, it's not a high ceiling it's kind of not even a high floor higher and after that i mean who else do we um I mean, to me i think if if um i can't say if Allen missed this guy because i feel like Allen had a lot of guys he had in his back pocket because as we see, he wasn't looking at SEC guys precisely or Southern guys precisely. He was looking at just guys, period. That was good at their job. Um, but I feel like if it was up to the board and they missed out on Clark as they did yesterday, well, I guess two days ago from where you're listening to this, um, I, I don't know who they would. I think it would have been Lashley. I don't think we even got Lashley into our interview with how that went. Neil Brown was another one I saw throwing around. So, you're probably looking at Neil Brown, Chip Lindsey, um, and maybe Jamie Chadwell, maybe. That's not great. This, I think, we got our guy. I hope that we can band behind him. Uh, we have we completed the killer bees uh, trifecta. We've got a high energy guy, such as with our other two bees uh, head coach, which is, in my opinion, something integral because you're going to need a really high uh, motor high charisma guy to convince a lot of these dudes who were shooting just for I'm not about the stars, but just something different. And I think, I think this is different enough for them. I hope that he's different enough for them. Cause I think we need to retain, if we can keep Schwartz, we can keep Moses class together. If we can keep Demetrius and with, you know, horses or Texas guys. So that kind of helps with that. Um, or as Texas ties before, uh, I think you take that. I think you take that. He apparently the number one recruiting class in the Mountain West, so he at least can recruit well on that level. Hopefully, it translates to some degree. But I think this is about as good as Auburn could have hoped for at this point. And I think he's probably even better than some of the guys we interviewed the past couple of days. we um, what going to give this probably a B-plus higher. Maybe just a straight-up B because we just don't know yet. But definitely high upside. Hope you all enjoyed this little breakdown if you want more Auburn content you know just let me know in some facet social media in the description uh you're watching some certain platforms like Apple you can rate and comment so you know you can do that I think you can send in messages to here too if you want to uh anchor.fm slash burr. um just type that in on anchor the host of this podcast and yeah that's gonna be it uh hope you enjoy your day please go watch Auburn basketball they're they're doing their best right now. Uh, nine man rotation with Tyrell Jones now transferred out. Not enough time left in this pocket to cover that. But hope Tyrell Jones does well. Uh hope Sharif Cooper gets quote unquote freed soon. And it's going to be a very interesting twenty twenty one twenty twenty two for Auburn, but I am interested. Regul.